0: It is Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. Good afternoon, sir.
1: Good afternoon, guys. How are you doing today? Hope you've had a Merry Christmas.
0: As I'm sure you can imagine, we are doing fan-freaking-tastic. Now, I have been working on this with you for two weeks. I declared the division was over, but now the math is done. It's officially clinched. How excited are you to be the NFC East champions?
1: well uh we're certainly uh uh it was on the top of the one of the top of the goals uh list in terms of uh what we needed to accomplish this year and that was the first box you check and uh you know it's hard to win in this league uh very difficult and uh you know to go out and win the nfc east and you know do it uh you know basically i guess we mathematically clinched it uh with three games to play but uh you know, obviously, we went out and took care of business. I think it shows you where uh, this team's head is in terms of uh, what they want to accomplish this year. The NFC East is great, uh, but there's uh, we know we got to finish strong. Certainly, if we finish strong, we're going to give ourselves an opportunity uh, to climb uh, in the seating business, if you will. And you know, if things were to fall right, you never know you could get a first round bye. But uh, uh, we just have to take one game at a time. Uh, Got a very uh, uh, obviously talented uh, Arizona Cardinals team coming in Has uh, hit a few bumps uh, in the last couple of games. But, uh, you know, they were you know basically playing at the highest level in the NFL for the uh, first half to three quarters of the season. So we'll have our work cut out for us. They need this win. Uh, we certainly need it as well. So it'll be, uh, you know, almost like uh, playoff football, if you will. So uh, we're motivated to uh, continue to uh, peak at the right time uh, to get, uh, uh, you know, all our ducks in a row. And, uh, here we come.
2: Steven, was it a relief to see the way that this offense played last night after the way that it played pr- the previous six weeks?
1: You know, it's a, more than anything, it was just satisfying to see, uh, those guys all, you know, get out there together, execute and, uh, you know, get their continuity, right. Uh, you know, get back working well, uh, with all aspects of the offense, whether it was the receivers, uh, the running backs, the tight end, and even the, uh, even steal the tackle. So uh, uh, it was great to see everybody in sync, obviously. Uh, you know, Kellen uh, did a great job with the play calling. I think they were uh, ready to go. And uh, certainly uh, a shot of confidence in their arm uh, as we move forward. And uh, just know, knowing that we could play at that level because we have this year, uh, to see it come out uh, was certainly uh, uh, certainly happy for uh, the offensive side of the ball to see him have that type of success.
0: How exciting was it to see an offensive lineman score a receiving touchdown? You know,
1: Jerry's an old old ex offensive guard. I know that hold him down. I mean, he was he was fired up. He said, "Where was that play when I was in college?" But uh, uh, what a uh, neat deal this guy you know, uh, Steele. just all he does is take care of business week in and week out. And uh, certainly great. I know the team responded in a big, big way for him. And uh, we're fired up to see him uh, do that. It looked pretty natural for him out there catching that ball. And uh, great to see him score. And see one of those offensive linemen get on the scoreboard was great.
2: I'm curious, take me through the Dan Quinn hire what went into it, you know, wh- when did you know that he was the right guy for the job? You know, just take me through kind of the the whole decision-making process on Dan Quinn.
1: Well, I just think, uh, you know, certainly Jerry and I had been having our own uh, conversations, uh, you know, knowing that uh, we were probably going to be having this conversation with Mike at, uh, as we were winding down the year. And uh, certainly his name came up. Uh, I serve on the competition committee with Rich McKay. Uh, you know, who knows him well uh, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, being with him in Atlanta and, uh, you know, felt like we could make the right, uh, you know, and have the right conversations if that was the direction we're going. And certainly Jerry and I just smiled ear to ear when we sat down with Mike for the first time. And, you know, Mike was said, hey, we're going to need to make a change at defensive coordinator. Uh, He said, uh, you know, uh, top of my list is uh, Dan Quinn. And, you know, it was just like it was meant to be because certainly we were fired up about it. And, uh, you know, Dan was actually, uh, on the list, but, uh, he ended up, uh, thinking, didn't know if he was going to stay in Atlanta or not, but he did. Uh, he was on the list as well of coaches. We might want to interview if he, uh, you know, if he did get released from Atlanta, but they kept him. So, uh, you know, he's somebody who's been on the radar a little bit around here, but, uh, you know, just a great opportunity. And, uh, You know he was fired up he obviously he can speak for himself but i think he had a plethora of opportunities if you will Mm. uh to uh, kind of pick his spot and uh he was fired up about our place and what he could do here uh, with coach mccarthy but it was just a you know a great hire uh by mike and uh certainly he's made a, a big difference in terms of the way we're playing defense this year and you know we got a lot of guys who uh you know, who are playing on the defense this year that were on a very, uh, you know, uh, on a defense last year that struggled quite a bit, but back playing at a high level. And, you know, give Dan credit for that. But the other thing is just, you know, really his communication skills with, uh, with Will, Jerry, and myself in terms of uh, what type of player he needs uh, and Coach McCarthy, what kind of player he needs to have uh, success with. And we were able to, Go out and uh, you know do get some nice pickups in free agency, and then certainly uh, with a defensive-heavy draft, we're able to draft guys who stepped up this year and made a difference.
0: You know, I I know we talk a lot about. Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, obviously both being now, it looks like, per the betting odds, top three candidates for Defensive Player of the Year. We talk about Demarcus Lawrence. We talk about Randy Gregory. I was kind of hoping you could tell us about the impact of J. Ron Kurse specifically, because not always the flashiest, but it feels like he's always involved in some sort of impactful play week after week.
1: Well, that was a great vision for him. And that's when, you know, I'll go back to that communication. You know, really having. A lot of great communication skills with Will and our scouting staff and Jerry and myself and Coach McCarthy, you know, as to what type of players, you know, you feel like you need this day and time to be successful on defense in the NFL. Certainly uh, a lot of teams have focused on tight ends and the mismatches they can bring to the table. And, uh, you know, you, uh, you see a lot of them getting drafted high and a curse with his length and his coverage skills and his athletic ability really fit that mold. And, you know, he's really come in and played a a uh, quasi-slash-safety-slash-SAM-type linebacker who's able to stay in on coverage because uh, of his coverage skills and can uh, go in there and compete uh, with these tight end mismatches as well as, uh, you know, some of these bigger, longer, uh, heavier receivers that we go against as well. So, uh, you know, he's really played that role to the nines and, uh, certainly I think this day and time very important uh, to have in terms of uh, your matchups with opposing offenses.
2: Talking with Stephen Jones here, the Executive Vice President and Director of Player Personnel. And, and in that job, Stephen, you sort of have to navigate you know, both dynamics of the here and the now, but then also looking at the, the future of this franchise and the future direction and landscape. So you have to sort of balance those two things at once, the here and the now with the future. And so I'm going to ask you this question about the future at left tackle. You've got a a future Hall of Famer there who's still playing at an extremely high level but does have injury issues and has been able to finish out a season over the last five years. So how do you, you know, as you evaluate the future of the left tackle position, how do you weigh that with the guy you currently have there but the knowledge that it's hard for him to stay healthy for 16 or now 17 games?
1: Well, right now we're so focused uh, on this year. And the great news is, Phil, it's uh, very optimistic that Tyron's going to be back against the Cardinals uh, certainly, his injuries, uh his injury this year that he's been fighting with his ankle—has nothing to do with right. uh, past injuries, and you know, just uh, it's a part of the game. These injuries, and sometimes you you go on a run where you're fortunate and you're uh, able to play consecutive games, consecutive seasons, and other times it just uh, it seems to bite you. But uh, right now we're so fired up that Tyron's going to be back uh, against Arizona. He brings so much to the table in terms of. Uh, so, solidifying that left side, giving Dak confidence to uh, you know, step up in the pocket and make the throws that he needs to make. And uh, to have him back is going to uh, really be a, a, a great addition back with this offensive line that I think can uh, only help improve us. As far as uh, anything to do with our future, we'll certainly uh, address that. When the season's over, we'll have plenty of time to work through all that. But right now we're just focused on, Uh, trying to beat the Arizona Cardinals and, uh, you know, have a, uh, you know, fighting for a championship here and feel like uh, we've got a team that can do that.
0: I know it can be a little trickier to figure out with uh, COVID, but are you hopeful or anticipating that Jordan Lewis can be ready to roll versus Arizona as well?
1: A little early uh, in the game, but, you know, so far, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody reads about the, you know, the different variants that are out there, but it seems like, uh, you know, the current variant the omicron is uh, certainly one that's not uh, you know not holding people out as long we're having players you know really come back with a negative test a lot quicker than they did originally when uh, you know when they were getting the when they were getting covid so uh, you know feel like uh, you know there's a great opportunity that we could get jordan back uh, for this game but we'll just have to see certainly uh you know not in the building yet but uh, we'll see how what the uh, coming, uh, you know, two, three, four, five days bring, and hopefully, uh, you know, he'll he'll do what he needs to do uh, to get ready to play. So uh, we'll just see how that goes.
0: I know you probably have more pressing concerns during the game. I don't know if anyone brought it to your attention, and if they haven't, I would like to bring it to your attention. Did you see that in the first quarter, it appeared as though Dak Prescott called an audible by repeatedly saying, Steven, Stephen, did you hear about that?
1: I haven't heard about that yet. I don't know that I heard it in practice, although uh, uh, there's so much noise going on in practice uh, when the offense is out there. It's hard to hard to hear a lot of anything. but no, I hadn't heard the the Steven audible. Well, I, I hope I, it was a good play. Well, here's no. the thing.
0: Here's the thing. And <laughs> I think it could have been a good play. It just didn't work out. It was on that drive that ended a couple plays later in the first touchdown of the game. But it was the botched handoff between Dak and Zeke. So I believe it could have been a good play. It's just the word we like, execution, wasn't quite there. So don't be discouraged by that.
1: Well, hopefully we won't take it out of the book. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll run the Stephen Audible again. And uh, <laughs> it'll be a positive play.
0: How jarring is it? I mean, I know it had been building all game, but by the time you get to the end of the game, or quite frankly, two plays into the fourth quarter, how jarring is it to see 56 points on the scoreboard?
1: Well, uh, you uh, want to enjoy the moment because you don't see it often. And certainly, just like last night, everything fell right. Uh, The stars aligned. Uh, The offense was playing at the top of its game, defense playing at the top of its game, and certainly our special teams stepping up, making a score, Uh, you know, everything came together. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, we have a lot of respect, uh, you know, for the Reds, uh, for the uh, Washington football team organization, but uh, it was our night. And it was uh, certainly, we enjoyed the moment to look up there and see, uh, you know, uh, that we had scored 56 points. And on the flip side of that, it really, you know, for the most part, shut down the, uh, uh Washington's offense so it was a uh, a big night and uh certainly uh we enjoyed it last night but we got to put it in the rearview mirror and get ready for the Cardinals
2: Stephen it's been 25 years since this organization has hoisted a Super Bowl championship trophy 25 years since this team's played for an NFC title is this the best version of the Cowboys in those 25 years
1: well um uh, we've certainly uh it's got to be right there but uh you know, we've had some good versions along the way with, uh, you know, uh, with Coach Barcells and, and Tony and that run he had. Uh, certainly with uh, Wade, with Jason. Uh, we've had some, some good football teams that uh, we didn't quite uh, uh, win, the big, win the games we needed to win. So hopefully, uh, you know, with this version, we can step up and uh, feel good about this group. They seem to enjoy to play together, uh, they have each other's back. Uh, we have good depth here when we, uh, do have some adversity, just like we did last week, losing hooker and Jordan Lewis at the last second, uh, you know, guys stepped up having our second round pick step up and, uh, you know, Joseph step up and make some big plays for us. Uh, Brown being the ultimate team guy moves inside AB does and really plays that nickel well. So, you know, that's kind of been the mantra this year and, uh. I just feel like this is a great group of guys that love to play together. we got great leadership uh, starting uh, with that. Uh, I think Coach McCarthy uh, certainly has uh, been really good with this team in terms of keeping them fresh, keeping them uh, healthy for the most part, and keeping our team in the right frame of mind. I just think we've got good chemistry right now, and we've got a great opportunity here in front of us. But we have to have urgency. We have to take this uh, one game at a time, and – Uh, and and take advantage of opportunities, which this team seems to do uh, for the most part this year.
0: Really appreciate the time, Stephen. Obviously, congratulations on winning the division and congratulations on absolutely dismantling Washington yesterday.
1: Well, appreciate it and hope you guys uh, have a happy New Year's, and uh, look forward to visiting with you next week.